you know, but I'm serious. There are like, people that are saying good. now that W sitting is one of the signs. The yeah. Early, early signs. But I've also read things that it's just because you're a W sitter does doesn't not, mean does yeah. not, and it's true. It doesn't. I there are a lot of kids who do that, and that he still does it sometimes. And oh I'm yeah. Like, I say fix your legs. Sit like a big boy. But it's actually hard to do the older you get. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, like try to W sit right now. Like you'll fall. I'd fall. <laughs> it's pretty un- like it's pretty amazing that they can do it. All right, how you feel after your birthday celebration? My stomach hurts because oh. I ate too much, too many chips and salsa. Hey, I'm sorry. That, that's on you. Okay, you, for my birthday, I like I to know, eat whatever but, I want. I know, but every time you do, the next day you don't feel good. So, it, like, is it worth it? Is it worth yes. it? Yes. <laughs> It is worth it. You look like you're in pain right now. Every time I turned around last night, you're eating chips and dip. Ah, I love it. And you were like, oh my God, this tastes so good, but it's so bad for me. I'm like, okay, happy birthday. Well, I'm not going to eat it again because my stomach hurts. You're going to eat it next year? Yes, I am. (laughs) Jeez. I'm so tired right now. You actually look like you might still be asleep. (laughs) Yeah. I've had two sips of coffee. We went to uh, this uh, place called VIP Mexican Restaurant. And they have the best shrimp fajitas. And, you know, obviously going to a Mexican restaurant and not eating chips and salsa is like a sin. Well, I'm a sinner because I don't eat it. Yeah, you it, don't care about it. But I've I've had great willpower for what? How long have they been open? Six months to a year? <laughs> I don't order it. But that that's like the best thing ever to go to a Mexican restaurant and eat chips and salsa and have I a know. drink. That, that was back in the day. Like, I, I remember as a kid, you'd go to a Mexican restaurant, like only really as a kid for the chips and salsa. Yeah. Which were always free. Like, you remember walking in, and before they even said hi, got you water, got any, they just dropped down chips and salsa. Yeah, they're not free anymore. Oh, no, nowhere. <laughs> like, I mean, you have to order them now, but it's just it's just kind of funny. That was like the, the, that was just the move back in the day. You were hungry, you went to Mexican, they would just drop it on the table. Yeah, they'd keep refilling it. Even if you didn't want it, you could have been allergic to chips, allergic to salsa, <laughs> it didn't matter. Those things were getting on the table for you. Yep, it's true. I miss those days. You miss- <laughs> You look like you miss those days. Oh my god! You look like you miss yesterday. Stop it! Um, I don't even know what that means. I, I got. It looks like you felt better yesterday, and you'd rather be yesterday. Yeah, I got the three amigos, and I I did it on purpose so I could bring it home to the kids. But it was salsa, queso, and guacamole, and tons of chips. And the guacamole was so good; it was worth it. Guacamole is really good there, but nothing's better than their green sauce. Oh, we got some of that. I know. Yeah, I feel like every time we go, I'm like, uh, can we get like <clears throat> 13 green sauces to go? <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> it's so it's like, good. we get some, and if like they bring two, we go. Uh, can we get some more green sauce? To yeah, go? like you can't just give me two little things. It's very good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So good job on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday is tomorrow, but we celebrated early. Yeah. Technically, it's tomorrow yes. Because you're gonna we're gonna do a kids uh, celebration. Right. Yeah. It was Are good. You, now, will you eat cake? For your birthday. Well, birthday. my stomach hurts right now, so probably not. Yeah, you <laughs> or will you just eat more? Are you kind of of the mindset like, hey, now let me just the whole week I can eat bad because I, I eat bad one day? No. So will you eat chips and salsa today? No, definitely not. How about like for breakfast right now? No, Nothing. stop it. That makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I could see it in your face. You might throw up. <laughs> no, no, I just, it's okay. Like, haven't you heard that thing? Like, you're not going to get fat in one day. Like, just you're not going to get skinny in one day either. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. So eating I mean, people, chips and salsa, salsa one day. Yeah. I'm like, one who meal cares? is not going to. Yes. Not, actually, one meal does not change your body at all. 
People don't realize that. No. It now, doesn't. if it's one meal every day, then that's different. But yeah, so no, I'm not going to eat bad the entire week because it's my birthday. Well, we were talking about you this, could gain a couple of pounds. We were talking about this the other day. Though the whole thing has changed now. It's like the whole like like for years. Like I remember in, when I was in high school and college, it was all about like for girls, it was all about who could be the skinniest. Yeah, right? that's totally gone now. Like that's not. I was even telling you um, the gyms now when they advertise. Like, they're advertising women who are using heavy weights, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And have muscle tone. Right. Like, like, these women that they use on their advertisements, like, you see, like, the videos on Facebook and uh, the pictures on Instagram to advertise. Like, I think Crunch was doing it, probably because I go there, so I see it. Um, but, like, the women that they use now is not what they would have used 20 years ago. That they, like, and I think it's actually really great and healthy because these are women who 20, 30 years ago, they been like, oh... We can't use her to advertise. Like, that's not a model. Look at her. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, that's like people are realizing like having muscle is healthy. That's what healthy is. It's not about the race to be the rail. Yeah. I mean, in my 20s, before having kids, it was like when Jessica Simpson was really skinny and like the Daisy Dukes. What was that show she was doing? I forget what it's called. Uh, I don't remember. But anyways, like that's who girls were looking at. Like those skinny girls. So you wanted to be skinny. Well, I remember, don't want to be super skinny Remember the anymore. Simple Life Paris Hilton and yeah. her friend yep. Nikki something? Nicole Richie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nikki Richie. <laughs> Nicole Richie. <laughs> well, you're thinking about Nikki we, Hilton, I think. Probably. Is yes. that her name? Yeah. Anyways, I used to want to be that skinny, and I was. But now having five kids, I don't want to be that skinny. But I do want to build more muscle. Yeah. You know? I think that's in now, and I think it's really good for people. Like, the, And muscle, just having muscle is so good for you. It's just good for your body to have muscle. Yeah, so, and some people don't know this. So what were you saying? The more muscle you have. Well, like, so when you work out, like when you lift heavy when, and, you, and your muscles need to be repaired, right? So your body repairs your muscles when you're resting. Well, it uses fat as the energy to repair your muscles. So the more muscle you have, the more uh, repair they need, then the more like fat and stuff your body burns. It's just simple. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know chemistry. that broken down like that. Yeah, it's just muscle just, it, it, it makes your body work better the more muscle. You, I, I've read things on... Um, when I was endorser of sleep number, sleep number beds, yes. and we had to like go through this, like we had to interview these sleep experts and stuff like that. And they were talking about how the more muscle you have, the better you sleep. Like it's just, it just makes your body work better. You know, muscle is good. Muscle is a great thing to have. And I, I think too, especially women will hear like, well, I don't want to get all big and bulky and stuff. Well, that's only going to happen if you eat like crazy. Like you see guys who are just jacked. Well, they're eating like 8,000 calories a day. Lifting heavy does not mean you're going to get big and heavy. That's that is not how it works. Right. Like our 14 year old son is trying to build muscle. He works out. He does lift heavy, but he's eating his face off. But he's trying to get bigger. He's trying to gain. And it's good. Yeah. We have changed our eating habits so much throughout the years. Like we truly have a good eating. Like our diet's very good. Me and you, you know, and we're back to eating like no meat during the week, which is so good. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, we don't eat meat. People are like, oh, do meatless Monday. I'm like, nah, do do meatless weekly. Like, just don't drink or don't drink meat. <laughs> that would be gross. Don't eat meat during the week. And actually, you'll, you'll be surprised how much better you'll feel. I mean, it's it's actually mind-blowing. Like yesterday at, at because I'm sure people, oh, you went to Mexican last night. You ate meat. Nope, shrimp fajitas because we will eat seafood. Yeah. Actually, so- we replace meat with seafood during the week. But But really what it does is it makes you get creative with vegetables. 
you have to have so many vegetables during the week. But man, they're so you so, eat so many more. Yeah, it's it's just so so good. I mean, <laughs> our dog is I don't know. I think he wakes up and he's, he just he he has an itch on his leg. He's our podcast dog. But he's got his whole leg, not his foot, his whole leg in his mouth, and he's just staring at me. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Oh my god, Barkley. No, anyways, we always work out and stuff, but then sometimes you get in the habit of just doing the same thing over and over again. So I started lifting heavy weights. I'm going back to the gym. So I did legs, and then yesterday I did arms. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. Yesterday I did, uh, what, biceps and shoulders. I felt like the last couple weeks you needed a change in your workouts. You were just Well, you just seemed kind of like bored with them. Oh. You weren't challenged. Well, I'm doing it. I know you are. I think it's good. Good. I need. I'm actually. I'm need to get a little bit heavier too, so I think it's probably a good thing. But you're gonna like going back to the gym. You haven't been to the gym in two years probably because you've been doing the driveway workouts, which actually are really good. Like they're really good. Yeah, we've but, maintained. But when you do anything for two years, it's time to shake it up. You I know can't what believe I mean? it's been that long. March 2020 is when it shut. They all shut down. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I mean, they sure. opened back up in a few months, but we just never really went back. Because then when they opened back up, they had the craziest rules, like wearing a mask while you worked out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They moved all the equipment, right? So it's like literally you had to sit, stand in line to get on something because there were so many people. But they had to, they moved equipment out because they needed more space between the equipment. Yeah. I went back like a couple t- of times, two or three times, and I'm like, uh. This ain't the same old gym anymore. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just, it was so weird. You had to wipe things down before you used it, after you used Like, you spent more time cleaning. I, I felt like I'm paying you to clean your gym. <laughs> it was like this stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, I'm like, you're basically, I'm paying you a monthly fee to come and clean your gym. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm not doing this anymore. Well, so the whole, the whole reason why I decided to go back to the gym is because. On Mondays, Cal is. This sounds like a lot to people. Ten minutes in, we should probably get to some autism stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Chips and salsa and lifting heavy. That's <laughs> We're gonna funny. have to rename the podcast. Eh. Eating and working out daily. So I was told by the developmental <laughs> pediatrician when he was diagnosed, at a young age, academics don't matter as much as therapy. So I don't feel like he's getting that much out of school. I, I'm glad that he goes and he has a routine, but I needed to fit more therapy in. So he's going to a, to a facility on Mondays. He will be there from 9 to 12, and he'll have OT, PT, and speech back-to-back. And then he'll come home and have a break, and then he'll have ABA 2 to 5. And this is every Monday, and it replaces his, his public school. Yes. Yeah. I'm just taking him out of school on Monday. He'll just miss school on Mondays and have a whole day of therapies. But when he's at the facility, I don't have to stay there. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm signing up for the gym, and I'm going to have time to do heavy lifting. You're going to have a killer workout. I know, because I'm going to make the you'll, time for yeah, like an hour and 15 minutes, like hour and a half. You'll probably do so much that you'll be sore till like Thursday. I know. But you're still going to work still... out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, you'll still yes. do your daily workouts, but right. this is just going to be, again, just switching it up, like doing something different, shocking the system a little bit. Yeah, it's good. And so, yeah. So he has not had a good OT, which is something he really needs. Um, so I'm really excited about it because they're also going to try to do twice a week. So I think possibly that same schedule we're going to do on Fridays too. So it's pretty exciting because it's a lot of therapy that we're adding in, but he needs it. So He does need it. You know, it's funny. We're talking about the gym and switching it up and stuff like that. The therapy for autistic kids too, once in a while, probably needs to be looked at and maybe some switching it up. Like, there's definitely moments where it's like, 
not with his ABA because she's great. She's kind of like his social partner. You know what I mean? Like his true friend. Yes. But the other therapists, there are times where he can hit a he can hit like a wall. And it's like, okay, like, so the latest therapist, this was probably back, like, I don't know, episodes 20 through 25, we started a new therapist Yep. on Wednesday Speech. mornings. You probably remember, because I think sometimes we were recording the podcast and she would show up. Yeah. She was coming to the house early in the morning, like 7, 7.30. Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought, my opinion was we probably didn't give her enough time. But your opinion was, I can just tell it's just probably not the right fit for him. He's just not responding. And then so that's what started you on this new thing. Right. So he was getting OT and PT at this facility and they have speech. And I didn't really feel like Melissa's he was getting basically much. the therapist terminator. <laughs> like immediate results are you're out. I can just tell if he's going to hit it off with a person or not. She was very nice. She did a good job. I ended on good terms with the company just in case I need her again. Um, but I just, it, it wasn't a, the right fit for him. She w- I, I don't, well, here's what I'll say. He wasn't getting much out of First it. First off, I just think this is a motherly, a mom thing. Like you have that thing being the mom where you just sense things. Yes. I did not sense it. But I also know that. Usually when on these situations, you're right about 99.97% of the time. So yeah. So I'm going with you on it. Because you just have that mom thing and you're just like, and you were very, <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't the first or second week. I think about the fourth time you were like, he's not going to dial in on this. No. You're like, just trust me, he's not. And I actually, I mean, she, to me, did a, she was very thorough. Like, I, I would hear the way she would explain things to him. Yeah. And I'm like, this woman is very thorough, very patient. You know what I mean? And I thought, too, because she was a little bit older. She was definitely the oldest of all his therapists, that there would be the connection because he's always searching for grandma and grandpa. We always call it the missing sharks, the missing yeah. puzzle pieces. Yeah. I thought he would really connect on that, but he didn't. No. Which was strange He didn't even say grandma or anything. I could not believe it. And I thought, oh, this will be great. An older therapist, and he'll use that as the grandma missing puzzle piece that he's always searching for in life. Like, we went to uh, Mike's Pizza. We went to this pizza restaurant once. Yeah. Our server was probably 18 years old, right? Yeah. And he called her grandma. Because she had blonde hair, so it looked like white. See, I don't think that's it. You think that's it. I think it's just because she was missing. She was she was coming to our table over and over, so he had just assigned, well, you're the grandma right now, because that's what we're missing, because our whole family was there. Maybe. I don't think it has to do with what you look like. I think it's just... Hey, Grandma. Anyway, this girl laughed so hard because she was like, uh, <laughs> hi. And I'm like, I bet you've never been called Grandma before. She's like, no. <laughs> I mean, this girl was 18 years old, right? She was like laughing and wanted to cry at the same time. She did. Like, she couldn't believe uh, it. Like so uncomfortable. So uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, it was pretty good. But so, well, good. So that's going to be like his new schedule. And I think since we, I was trying to think about this last night. I don't know. I laid in bed and I couldn't go right to sleep. You, of course, were out. And I was like, <laughs> how many different like therapy combinations or little tweaks have we had with Cal since this podcast like this is the 45th episode of this podcast I bet we've had like four or five different scenarios probably and it just goes to show how like this is a moving monster you know what I mean like this whole scenario is a moving monster like it just you have got to manage it you've got to be aware of it but you got to be flexible about what the future may or may not hold. Because sometimes you plan for the worst and it's like, whoa, it didn't happen. Like, for instance, last week, his therapist, uh, Lolo, was gone for the whole week, right? Yeah. 
And we just, we really predicted volcanic eruptions. And he was fine. And he was fine. Yeah. And you're so on edge. Like, it's the ticking time. But, like, we were count- we kept counting down, and it never exploded. I know. Like, every day right. there was that moment where it was like, five, four, three, two. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, with the therapies, you have to plan a whole day to make phone calls. I had three different companies that I had set up with to do OT and PT evaluation. And then some of them were too far away, but I had, I had everyone lined up and I had three different people calling his pediatrician to get a referral. And then I stuck with this one company, but, and it does sound like a lot, but going to a facility like this place is so fun. Like it's like an indoor playground. There's different rooms. I want to check it out. Cause that's what you said when you got back, you're like, this place is kind of fun. It is. And he's going to go and play for three hours with three different people. And that is going to be more productive than he would be in his classroom. You know? Yeah. He struggles a little bit at this public school because there's nonverbal kids. And if you talk, if he talks to you, he wants you to talk back. He doesn't understand. So sometimes he comes home with a lot of bite marks on his arm because he's frustrated. And that's when it goes back to wanting to put him in a blended classroom because he is used to having typical kids like his siblings. So I think the public school thing, it's not the opportunity for for him to, to develop some of the things we wanted isn't really there as much as we thought because we we were like well he should like make some friends and learn to you know have friends and be you know what friends are like and that's not really happening but like you said because it's a lot of nonverbal, and so he unplugs if you don't respond to him yeah like, like, his therapist even says like even if the answer is no tell him no but then tell him why like like let's go through the whole process so he understands that the answer is no and why or the answer is yes and why you know it's yeah. you have to walk through the whole thing and like, for instance, last week our TV broke. And, oh, and our refrigerator broke. It was like one of those weeks. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, I must have been an axe murderer in my other life for my TV and refrigerator to break in the same week. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, for some reason, he just noticed it yesterday. I know. Just I yesterday. I think he heard me talking to Lolo. Oh, maybe. And he's like, he's TV always listening. broken? TV broken? And we were like, yeah, the TV's broken. It doesn't work. And he goes, can you fix it? Can you fix it? Because he always asks if something's broken, can you fix it? Well, obviously, we try. We can't fix it. Like, we don't fix TVs. We don't know how to do that. I said, new TV's coming tomorrow. New TV. Oh, no. Can you fix it? So then we had to explain. The TV is broken. We have to get a new TV. And then the new TV will work tomorrow. And we probably had to explain that two, three, four times. Yes. But then he got it. Like, he got it. And he was at peace with it and he moved on. But at school, if he's talking to these other kids, if there's no response, he that starts to heat him up and frustrate him. He's yeah. like, I need you to communicate with me. I know. But again, this unique world of autism, there are some kids, a lot, who are autistic. They don't want you to explain things to them. They don't want to know why. They want to kind of be left alone and figure it out in their head. Every kid's different. Every kid's different. Yeah. So for those kids, it seems like this particular program is probably working pretty well. But because they're, you know, they're being exposed to new things and stuff like that, but they're not necessarily having all these people communicate with them. Right. So, so yeah. I think what's going to happen down the down the road, I mean, this is probably years and years. And I know this sounds a little bit insane, but you're probably going to have like nonverbal programs and verbal programs. Get You get what I mean? Like, yeah, some are just, it's probably needed, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know that mixing both right now is good for either or. But yeah. I mean, there's no choice. It's just that's what you have to do right now. I mean, barely have enough money to by a playground at these schools so yeah you know well, you just have to know what works for your kid yeah and again when he was diagnosed a year ago year and a half ago 
I said, is there such thing as too much therapy? And she's like, no. Pound on the therapy. So. Yeah, and I think when, when people hear that, I think you start thinking about therapy for adults. Like, I don't know. If you're an alcoholic and you need therapy. If you're going through like, a, like wedding or not marriage counseling yeah. or marriage therapy, wedding, whatever the hell they call it. I this isn't like, sitting down talking. Right. It, they're it, playing. So I think when people think that, they're like, God, like, what do you guys, what do you therapy, therapy, therapy? This is like all the just basic skills of life therapy. Yeah. Right. It's like everything, fine motor skills, speech, you know, I mean, at one point, like we had a therapist that was teaching him how to literally stand up and use stand up the right way. Yeah. Remember he was sitting, like he would squat sit. He wouldn't actually sit on his butt. Yeah. And they were like, you can't, we have to, you have to learn to sit the right way or you're going to hurt your knees and you're not going to like develop certain muscles. And, you know, he's still got the weak core and everything. Well, because there's W sitting. So yeah, yeah, that's if your does. kid is a W sitter and I was one of those that were like, oh, who cares? You know, it does make a difference. Yep. So just keep fixing their legs and putting it back the normal way. Yeah. Yeah. W sitting is it's not a good thing. It's not it really good. messes up a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I really, at the beginning, just blew it off before I knew any of this diagnosis and all that. I had a friend that kept telling me, he's a W sitter. And I'm like, who cares? Like, mind your own business, you know? (laughs) know, But I'm serious. There are people that are saying now that W sitting is one of the signs. Yeah. Early, early signs. But I've also read things that it's just because you're a W sitter does Does not mean. Does not. And it's true. It doesn't. I, there are a lot of kids who do that and that he still does it sometimes. Oh yeah. I say fix your legs. So like a big boy, but it's actually hard to do the older you get. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like try to W sit right now. Like you'll fall. I'd fall. (laughs) It's pretty, like it's pretty amazing that they can do it. I know. Cause I'm like, Oh, that hurts everything. My knees, my back, my butt. I mean, everything. But if your kid is a W sitter, fix their legs. Okay. I got to go. You got to go? Yep. Eight o'clock? Uh, yep. Where are we going to? I have to put makeup on and get him ready. I have to go to work for a little bit. Oh, you actually, you just need to then drink I have your to coffee. Come back. All right. Well, happy day after chips and salsa day. <laughs> and Thanks. happy birthday and cheers to many, many more. 